Have you started a YouTube channel and you'd like to grow your account and get more subscribers? If so, you're in the right place because today we're gonna to talk about how to get 40,000 YouTube subscribers. And stick around until the end and you will learn the number one trick to creating content that people actually care about. If we haven't met before, hello, I'm Alina Bond. I'm a content marketer and creator of Effortless Engine. And today I'm joined by a very special guest, Kelly Ann Smith. She's the founder of Freedom in a Budget, which has over 42,000 subscribers on YouTube and 3.5 million views. Kelly, thank you so much for being here today. Can you please take a moment and introduce yourself? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I've been on YouTube for five years now, so it has been quite the journey and my channel has had its ups and downs throughout the years, but it has been such a joy and such a fun project to have and turn it into a full business. That is amazing. And Kelly just got done with a local uh, news interview. So she is all over the media. She's been featured in Forbes, CNBC, and CBS. And so Kelly, I'm so grateful for your time today. And I know that this show is going to be so valuable for my audience. So thanks again for joining us. And can you please tell me, give us a little background, you know, when did you start your channel and why? Yeah, I started my channel, like I said, five years ago. So what was that, 2016, I think it was? I don't even remember. But at that time, I was deep in debt, living paycheck to paycheck, didn't have any pulse on my money and didn't know how to control money whatsoever. So I found people talking about money on the internet. And I was like, this is weird. Like, this is a taboo subject. But I saw the community that they had and they would have collaborations with each other and, you know, conversations in the comments. And I was like, I want that. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to start getting my money in order. And so I would talk to people, I would talk to friends and everyone was like, okay, like I like eating out. I like going out and spending money. No one could relate. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And I actually told my then boyfriend, now husband about it. And I remember him being like, okay, like not <laughs> interested, not, I don't say not supportive, but just like, you know, cause he's techie. He's a tech guy. Mm. He was like, if you do it, you're going to have to do it. Like, I'm not going to be filming for you. I'm not going to be editing for you. Like, this is your thing. And I started crying and I was like, okay, like, why can't this be together? And he's like, no, this is your thing. And as hard as that was, it was what I needed. And I learned how to do everything on my own, how to edit, how to shoot, how to talk properly. If you watch my old videos, they're embarrassing, <laughs> but through it all, I've learned so much. So started my channel with talking about paying off debt, documenting my own journey and just teaching them like, Hey, I just learned this about money or, Hey, I messed up on this. Like, don't mess up. Like I did. Then I paid off all of my debt. And now I talk about budgeting as well, but also growing your income and investing for beginners. So it's been cool to see over the years how my channel has changed and morphed and how I've changed as a content creator as well. Wow. I love that story. So you started your channel because you had a problem and you wanted to create these videos just to help other people and share that information, which is why I love content marketing and YouTube, because it's all about solving people's problems. And so that's why I feel like it's so valuable because, you know, just the fulfillment that you get being able to help people is just the best feeling. And so Kelly, can you please talk a little bit about how long did it take you to get a thousand subscribers and what that process was like? 
Yeah, I um, took four months. I actually looked back at my stats yesterday and I had spreadsheets and I used to track daily my views. I used to track daily my views per video and like doing all of them. Now I have like 800 videos, so I can never do that. But I remember I'm such a data nerd. And so I used to track all that. So it took four months to get my first thousand subscribers. And the biggest thing is having a lot of content as in like, a lot is in like, 20 videos, have 20 videos up on your channel. And then after you have that base, continue uploading new videos, however often you want. So once a week, twice, three times, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Then after you have that, go start commenting on people's videos and get plugged into a community because you want people to like come back and binge. You don't want to start your channel with one video and then go do all this work to start talking about your channel. And they're like, okay, there's nothing really here. Mm -hmm. So having that content that they can binge is so important in the beginning and then staying consistent, staying consistent. Don't get discouraged. You're going to have downs, but just keep on pushing through. That is very interesting. That reminds me of, um, I think I saw this from Gary Vaynerchuk. He, he made one kind of post and he's talking about the perfect content marketing schedule and people think content marketing is all about creating, but no creating is about, um, I think he said a quarter of the puzzle Mm -hmm. and you do need to engage and you do need to actually interact with real people on the other end in order for your accounts to grow. And I think that that principle is true no matter what platform we're talking about. Yeah. That reminds me so much of like a restaurant, like, yeah, you can have new customers that come to your restaurant and eat, but realistically you want the repeat customers. Mm -hmm. You want the people coming back and back. That's what's going to keep your restaurant sustainable. Same with YouTube. Like if you build that connection with them, they're going to keep on coming back and back and back versus just watching one video and never coming back or not binge watching, which YouTube loves a good binge session because it's keeping them on their platform, which then they're going to promote your videos even more, which is a win-win for everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can you tell us a bit about the kind of results that have been generated from your YouTube channel in your business or even just creating content? What kind of results have you experienced? Yeah, I've received so many different results. I've received results of media coverage, like today of, you know, I've been on Forbes and I had the local news out today and different things like that. So that's always really fun. And, you know, more of just like a really fun experience to be on the local news and to see yourself on TV or, you know, friends text you like, holy cow, saw you on TV. Mm -hmm. And so that's really fun and, and great. And then there's obviously the monetary aspect of it. I now make more from YouTube than I do for my day job. Mm -hmm. which is a lot of fun. And then also is the community of getting plugged in with not only your viewers, but also other business owners, other YouTubers. It's amazing the community that we have. I'm actually going on a girl's trip next week with two other YouTubers that we met on the internet. And it's so fun. We're going to Grand Canyon and we're going to have a blast and just hang out and talk, you know, talk a little shop, but the friendships that you make from other creators Mm -hmm. is so awesome because they get you in a way that other people don't Mm -hmm. like you can talk to your, your coworkers, your family, but when you're a YouTuber, when you're a creator, like there's something different and it's so awesome. It's such a great bond that we have. That's amazing. And I know we were just talking about that before we started recording, but really the connections that you make once you start creating content and you're actually engaging, I mean, you're opened up to the whole world now. So it's really unlimited, the kind of connections and people that you can connect with. And so 
Let's see. Let's talk a little bit about creating content. Now, can you tell me a bit about your process? And I know I'm going a little bit off script, but you just reminded me of something. And so I'm wondering, tell me about, okay, you have an idea to create a video for a topic. What's your process like? Yeah, I love that. So my process for creating videos, it's different with everyone. Sometimes I'll get inspired by comments. So sometimes I'll see a video and I'll get the same comment over and over and over again. So I'm like, okay, people are searching for that. I'm going to make a video on that topic so that when they're searching for it, I come up in SEO. I actually did that last year on a video. The video was two minutes long. It's my number one video right now. I think it has like 140 something thousand views. And it's one of my most watched videos as well. And it was just so simple of answering one simple question, two minute long video, but I found that that's what people are searching. So when you're creating content, that's another thing of word everything in the way that you would search on Google or you would search on YouTube Mm -hmm. versus the like proper title or whatever it is, because YouTube's a search engine. And so you want to create content in that format. So that's a huge one. And then also I look at struggles that I'm having or new things that I've learned or topics that are relevant, like trendy topics. If Bitcoin is going really big or people are struggling as entrepreneurs or burnout. I just did a video this week on how how to deal with burnout and talked about burnout for myself and then tips on dealing with burnout. So as I'm going through deciding on the topic, then I'll do my research or then I'll talk about my own personal experience with it. I love personally to do like bullet point videos, like five tips on that, 10 tips on this. And it really just helps to keep everything organized. And then I'll try and incorporate stories into them. So incorporate storytelling, because that's going to help build that connection of, wow, I can really relate to that. Or, hey, I remember sitting on the couch in a, you know, bun up in my hair and just binge watching Netflix because I just felt blah because of burnout. Mm-hmm. So really just incorporating those stories within them. And then I do everything in Google Doc. And so that way I can pull it up in on my phone when I'm recording. So I'll have my outline there and I do everything outline. I don't script. I don't use a teleprompter. Mm-hmm. Um, I really bad eyes. So I'd be like squinting, trying to see the <laughs> teleprompter. <laughs> So I'll just do my intro and then I'll look at my phone. Okay. That's the bullet point. I'll talk about it, put my phone down. Okay. Next one, look at my phone. And then I'll just go from there and just Mm -hmm. edit in post-production. That is amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of those tips. So what I heard was one, you have to read through your comments and figure out what are people searching. So you need to have, you know, your ear on what people want from your channel, and then you create content off of that. And then two, incorporate storytelling, you know, talk about your personal experience. And then lastly, use bullet points to craft your actual content. And I think that is probably the best piece of of advice that I would recommend to my clients. Cause sometimes, I mean, they like to script it out word by word. And I said, you know, it's really not probably going to come across so naturally on camera. So stick to those bullet points, you know, just talk naturally. And that is going to create a much better video. I wanted to know from where you are today with over 42,000 subscribers, is your YouTube channel, what you thought it would be like from when you first started? No, never in a million years. I, I'll be honest. A lot of people are like, I started YouTube as a hobby. I never wanted to make money. 
no, that was not me because <laughs> <laughs> full transparency, we're, we're, we're laying it all out here. So, like I said, I had other YouTube channels that I saw that were, you know, starting their channel. I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Well, some of them were putting up their income report. So I was like, okay, there's money here. Now I didn't think that I'd be making money right away. And it took a little bit to start making good money, but I never thought that I would make this money. I never thought that I would have courses. I never thought that I'd be coaching. I never thought that I would have digital download products and all of this stuff that has morphed out of my channel. I never, ever, ever thought I thought I would have a YouTube channel, maybe get to a hundred thousand subscribers and, you know, have a big channel, but never thought I would add on all these other aspects to YouTube and create a whole business around it. Wow. I love that. And that is just so telling of the online education industry, because it's really about building an audience, hearing what needs that they need fulfilled, and then seeing what kind of services you can create to fulfill it and solve their problems. So that's amazing. So what do you think is the biggest misconception people have about YouTube? Oh, goodness. There's so many. Um, I think a lot of people think that it's easier than it is, but then they also think it's harder that it is. So mm-hmm. it's, it's funny. It goes both ways. So there's some of my students that they're like, I could never do that. I could never start. I could never be on camera. I could never learn all that stuff. And I'm like, look, like watch my old videos. They're embarrassing. I wasn't even looking at the camera. I filmed on my iPhone front facing camera because I'm conceited or self-conscious And I filmed on my front facing camera until I hit 20,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. And I had a camera in the house. My husband had a DSLR camera that I film on now, but I was too nervous to use it. So you can start where you're at and, you know, there's things that you can learn along the way and you're going to improve. So definitely start. But then there's also the misconception that, oh, they're just talking on, you know, a camera and they don't do any work. They don't, you know, they Mm -hmm. just become instantly wealthy and There's a lot of work that goes into it, but it's fun work. It's fun to learn. It's fun to grow into how there's so much reward that you get along the way from your subscribers, from different things that it makes it all worth it. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So when somebody signs up for Effortless Engine, I'll send them over this document and it's, you know, the welcome document. I'll give some equipment recommendation and just kind of basically all I say is just have a clean background behind you. I don't care if it's a blank wall, just make sure it's clean, you know, have, make sure you're not hidden in the dark. We need to see your face and I just need to hear you, you know, whether you want to use the microphone that's on your computer or your phone or whatever, or if you want to finally invest and, you know, you can always make equipment upgrades, but really it's just about getting started because Mm -hmm. you're not going to know what you need to improve until you get started. And some people, I think they will push it off for so long because they're so worried that it's not perfect and Mm -hmm. I can't do it. And I said, oh yes, you can do it. It's, it's okay. Just, just use what you have right now and it can get better. One tip that I always give my students when I'm helping them, you know, grow their channel and start a YouTube channel is it sounds crazy. It's like one of those exercises that they probably do in like acting class. I've never taken acting class, but I probably should, but is to walk around with your phone and like selfie vlog, pretend you're out, pretend you're doing a cooking show. So as you're cooking, say, all right, so now I'm going to add in the onions and I'm going to saute them until they're light and practice looking into the lens, not looking at yourself, Mm -hmm. practice talking naturally and just get comfortable with talking on camera. 
a lot of times we're like, yeah, I know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I know it. Like even this morning, as I was practicing for the news, I knew all the bullet points, but then when I actually stood in front of the mirror and did, I was like, oh, I'm messing up a little bit more than I thought I would. So just get in the habit of practicing and practicing. And sometimes it's a little embarrassing, you know, to be holding up your phone around the house, but it's a great safe space that you can do that. And you're going to be get fast. You're going to get better so much faster than you expected. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I feel like, oh, another thing that I'll have in that document is I, I did this whole report. I looked at all these big channels with over a hundred thousand up to, you know, 500,000, a million. And I was looking at all their, their most viewed videos. And some of them are so boring. They're so boring, but what's important is what they're saying. You know, they'll just have a, a white wall behind them and Nobody cares because what they're saying is so interesting. Okay, so Kelly, tell me, what motivates you to keep creating content? The biggest thing is the emails that I get, the DMs that I get of people saying, Kelly, like I've been struggling with this for years. I've watched other people. You were the only person that was able to explain it in a way that I've never heard before. Or the final thing that made me click. And I'm like, Wow. Like that's, that's incredible. Like there's big names, big YouTubers or books or seminars, whatever, but I was able to relate to my story and explain it away. Like I get messages like that every single day. And honestly, they usually make me cry because it's just so amazing of the impact that you have. And you don't even realize that you have that impact, but then you get those emails and those messages and you're like, okay, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yesterday may have sucked, but I'm going to keep on doing it for them and not for me. I know exactly what you mean. And I feel like I've been practicing with my own show, being consistent. And honestly, I do. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I need to get better with my timing, but I have never missed a Tuesday. It's going out no matter what, because I said, you know, I'm releasing a show every Tuesday. Granted, I could do some better planning myself, but that's for, that's another topic. But when I do get those messages and I think, you know, I know what my clients need to hear. And so I'll create the videos just off just off of the conversations I've had throughout the week. And I said, you know, if one person's asking me this, there's probably somebody else. So I'm going to do the video. And sometimes I'll throw it up there and it doesn't really get that many views, but I don't care because I know as long as that one or two people have heard it, then it's going to help them. And also a little plug, just because a video doesn't get that many views or likes or anything, I have still made money off of them, you know, because it's about building, <laughs> it's about getting the right information to the right people. So even though you, some of the metrics don't look great, I've had actual real results that have benefited my business. And so I know that both are important, but don't be discouraged if you put something out there and it's not a home run. They're not always going to be, right? You can have a video that maybe get 100 views, but you can land 20 clients from that. Or you can have a video that has 10,000 views and land one. Exactly. I'm sorry, but I would rather have the, sh the smaller video and have more clients than the one with the vanity metrics, but not getting new clients. Exactly. And also you, you don't really know which one's going to take off and be the star because you're, you're doing your process. You're creating the content. It's you building that habit, but you know, one of them is going to land better than the others. And that's just, you, you'll never know until you, till you get them out there. That's actually a tip that I give my new students is never 
release a video that if it went viral, you wouldn't be okay with it. Mm. There's, there's times where we, you know, put up a, a video with a blank wall and it may not look aesthetically pleasing as we would like, you know, that, that happens, but would you be embarrassed if that video went viral? Yes. Don't put it up. But if you wouldn't be embarrassed, then put it up. But you never know when a video is going to go viral. My first video that hit 100K, I was so embarrassed by. I started the intro, I messed up, and I just kept on going. I didn't even edit it out. And this was when I used to like just trim on my iPhone the, the two ends. I would do one take wonders. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed when that video took off because I was like, that's their first impression. And I actually made it private for two years because like, oh, I don't want that people to see that. And then finally I was like, you know what, whatever. It's part of my journey. It's part of my story, but never, ever put out a video if it goes viral that you're going to be embarrassed by. That is a very important lesson. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't even think of that. Usually I just, I, I've done the same thing. I look back at my old videos and I think, oh my gosh, this was, you know, I was definitely just starting out. I didn't really, I just turned on the camera and was going. And I mean, it's not, it was nothing special. And what I'm saying, I thought was important, but you, yeah, I look at it and I say, hmm, yeah, some things have got to change here. So that's so interesting. Okay. So what do you wish that you knew about YouTube before you got started? Big thing is money, like monetization. Um, so many people think about, you know, the YouTube monetization. So I was grandfathered in, so I didn't have to wait until you hit a thousand subscribers or 4,000 hours of watch time. But I wish that I had started with affiliates way back and sponsorships and digital products and creating different things to monetize my channel in the beginning. All I relied on was, was AdSense in the beginning and made like, I think it took me six months to make a hundred dollars, but I could be making money from the beginning. And especially in the beginning, as you're building your channel and as you're building your brand, that's when you're getting the loyal people. That's when people are really, cause at that point they really care about you versus when you have, you know, hundred thousand, 200,000 subscribers, then you're just another, another channel. But in the beginning, if they're watching you religiously, they really care. So they're going to be more apt to buy from you and to use your product. So I wish that I had created Excel spreadsheets like I have now and printables and different things that they can buy only for a couple of bucks, but it adds, it adds up big over time. So I really wish that I had started monetizing earlier. Hmm. That is very good to know. Thank you for sharing that. So what is your number one trick to creating content on YouTube that people actually care about? The biggest thing that I found of creating content that people care about is looking, like I said earlier, looking for trends, looking for what people are talking about, what people are wanting to watch a video. There's times where I'm like, this would make such a good video or I really want to talk about it. And then I'm like, would people even want to talk about that or watch that? And I'm like, mm, chances are no. So you have to think about the viewer in mind and saying, okay, what, what are they going to watch? Are they really going to sit down and watch this whole video? Or as I'm editing, if I'm getting bored as I'm editing, I'm like, okay, that needs to get cut. Like that, if I'm getting bored at myself, we're, we're, you know, selfish and we're, you know, self-inflicted or whatever, then I know that they're going to be bored as well. If I go on a rant that was not necessary, I'll cut that out because you want to keep it concise as well. You don't want them clicking off. You don't want them going to other videos. You want to keep them on your video, which is so, so important. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for your time and sharing all of your valuable tips and advice for everyone. Can you please talk a little bit about, you know, if people want to get connected with you and work with you, what kind of services and products do you have to offer people? Yeah, absolutely. I have, I'm on YouTube, obviously, as Freedom in a Budget with Kellyanne Smith. Then I also have a entrepreneur course, which is called Dreamer to Profitable. And this course helps you to create your online business and how to monetize it, how to find clarity in what you want to do, how to find additional revenue streams, how to market, how to um, sell it, different things like that. Also comes with a community. And then I also have a couple printables for you guys as well. I have a YouTube toolkit, which is totally free. And then also a download of 147 side hustle ideas. So even if you are already making money of additional revenue streams that you can, um, so I'll have those for you guys as well. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Kelly. And I'll include those links down below this video so you can check it out and look at Kelly's YouTube and her website and explore those downloadables that she has. So thanks again, Kelly. And we'll have to do this again another time. And thank you everyone for listening. I hope you found so much value in this episode. If you would like to discuss your content marketing strategy with me, please visit effortlessengine.com where you can apply for a consultation. We'll help you power your message into new territory. What are you waiting for? The world is waiting to join your journey.